Shalom. Welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast following the weekly Torah portions and including readings from other portions of scripture as well. My name is Sarah Ruth, and I'll be your reader today. Today is Friday, the 23rd of June, and the 4th of Tammuz on the Hebrew calendar. Our parasha today, that's the portion from the Torah, is called Korach or Korah. Before we begin our readings, let us take some time to thank God for his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Our Torah reading today is in Numbers, chapter 17, verse 10, through 18, verse 20. This is Bamid Bar, chapter 17, verse 10, is our first verse. Get away from among this congregation, that I may consume them in a moment. They fell on their faces, and Moses said to Aaron, Take your censer, put fire from the altar in it, lay incense on it, carry it quickly to the congregation, and make atonement for them. For wrath has gone out from the Lord. The plague has begun. Aaron did as Moses said and ran into the middle of the assembly, and the plague had already begun among the people. So he put on the incense and made atonement for the people. And he stood between the dead and the living, and the plague was stayed. Now those who died by the plague were 14,700, in addition to those who died about the matter of Korah. And Aaron returned to Moses to the door of the tent of meeting, and the plague was stopped. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel and take rods from them, one from each father's house, of all their princes according to their father's houses, twelve rods. Write each man's name on his rod. You shall write Aaron's name on Levi's rod. There shall be one rod for each head of their father's houses. You shall lay them up in the tent of meeting before the covenant, where I meet with you. It shall happen that the rod of the man whom I shall choose shall bud. I will make the murmurings of the sons of Israel, which they murmur against you, cease from me. Moses spoke to the sons of Israel, and all their princes gave him rods. For each prince one, according to their father's house, a total of twelve rods. Aaron's rod was among their rods. Moses laid up the rods before the Lord in the tent of the testimony. Now it came to pass on the next day that Moses went into the tent of the testimony, and behold, Aaron's rod for the house of Levi had sprouted, budded, produced blossoms, and bore ripe almonds. Then Moses brought out all the rods from before the Lord, to all the sons of Israel. 
They looked, and each man took his rod. But the Lord said to Moses, Put back the rod of Aaron before the covenant, to be kept for a token against the children of rebellion, that you may make an end of their complaining against me, that they not die. Thus Moses did so, just as the Lord commanded him. So he did. Then the sons of Israel spoke to Moses, saying, Behold, we perish, we are dying, we are all dying. Everyone who comes near the tabernacle of the Lord will die. Will we all perish? Then the Lord said to Aaron, You and your sons and your father's house with you shall bear the iniquity of the sanctuary, and you and your sons with you shall bear the iniquity of your priesthood. Bring your brothers also, the tribe of Levi, the tribe of your father, near with you, that they may be joined to you and minister to you. But you and your sons with you shall be before the tent of the testimony. They shall keep your commands and the duty of the whole tent. Only they shall not come near to the vessels of the sanctuary and to the altar, that they not die, neither they nor you. They shall be joined to you and keep the responsibility of the tent of meeting for all the service of the tent. A stranger shall not come near to you. You shall perform the duty of the sanctuary and the duty of the altar, that there will be no more wrath on the sons of Israel. Behold, I myself have taken your brothers, the Levites, from among the sons of Israel. They are gift to you dedicated to the Lord, to do the service of the tent of meeting. You and your sons with you shall attend to your priesthood for everything of the altar, and for that within the paraket. You shall serve. I give you the service of the priesthood as a gift. The stranger who comes near shall be put to death. The Lord spoke to Aaron. Behold, I myself have given you the command of my contributions, even all the holy things of the sons of Israel. I have given them to you by reason of the anointing and to your sons as a portion forever. This shall be yours of the most holy things from the fire, every offering of theirs and every sin offering of theirs and every trespass offering of theirs, which they shall render to me, shall be most holy for you and for your sons. You shall eat of it like the most holy things. Every male shall eat of it. It shall be holy to you. This is yours too, the contribution of their gift. Even all the contributions of the sons of Israel I have given them to you. and to your sons and to your daughters with you, as a portion forever. Everyone who is clean in your house shall eat of it. I have given to you all the best of the oil, all the best of the vintage and of the grain, the first fruits of them which they give to the Lord, the first ripe fruits of all that is in their land which they bring to the Lord, shall be yours. Everyone who is clean in your house shall eat of it. Everything devoted in Israel shall be yours. 
Everything that opens the womb of all flesh which they offer to the Lord, both of man and animal, shall be yours. Nevertheless, you shall surely redeem the firstborn of man, and you shall redeem the firstborn of unclean animals. You shall redeem those who are to be redeemed of them from a month old, according to your estimation, for five shekels of money, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, which weighs twenty geras. But you shall not redeem the firstborn of a cow, or the firstborn of a sheep, or the firstborn of a goat. They are holy. You shall sprinkle their blood on the altar, and shall burn their fat for an offering made by fire, for a pleasant aroma to the Lord. Their meat shall be yours, as the contribution breast, and as the right thigh, it shall be yours. All the contributions of the holy things, which the sons of Israel offer to the Lord, I have given you and your sons and your daughters with you as a portion forever. It is covenant of salt forever before the Lord to you and to your offspring with you. The Lord said to Aaron, You shall have no inheritance in their land, neither shall you have any portion among them. I am your portion and your inheritance among the sons of Israel. This finishes our Torah readings today. Now we're going to move on to the prophets where we're going to read from Jeremiah chapters 46 and 47. This is Yermiyahu 46 and 47. The word of the Lord which came to Jeremiah the prophet against the nations of Egypt concerning the army of Pharaoh Nicah, king of Egypt, which was by the river Euphrates in Karhamesh, which Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, struck in the fourth year of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah. Prepare the buckler and shield and draw near to battle. Harness the horses and get up, you horsemen. Stand up with your helmets, polish the spears, put on the coats of mail. Why have I seen it? They are dismayed and are turned backward. Their mighty ones are beaten down and have fled in haste and do not look back. Terror is on every side, says the Lord. Do not let the swift flee away, nor the mighty man escape. In the north, by the river Euphrates, they have stumbled and fallen. Who is this who rises up like the Nile, whose waters toss themselves like the rivers? Egypt rises up like the Nile, and his waters toss themselves like the rivers. He says, I will rise up, I will cover the earth, I will destroy cities and its inhabitants. Go up, you horses, rage, you chariots, let the mighty men go out, cush and put, who handle the shield, and the ludium, who handle and bend the bow, for this is the day of the Lord. The Lord Zavaot, a day of vengeance, that he may avenge himself of his adversaries. The sword will devour and be satiated, and will drink its fill of their blood. For the Lord, the Lord Zavaot, has a sacrifice in the north country by the river Euphrates. Go up into Gilead and take balm, 
virgin daughter of Egypt. You use many medicines in vain. There is no healing in you. The nations have heard of your shame, and the earth is full of your cry. For the mighty man has stumbled against the mighty. They both fall together. The word that the Lord spoke to Jeremiah the prophet, how that Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, should come and strike the land of Egypt. Declare in Egypt, publish in Migdol, and publish in Memphis, and in Tappanhas. Say, stand up and prepare, for the sword has devoured around you. Why are your strong ones swept away? They did not stand, because the Lord pushed them. He made many to stumble. Yes, they fell on one another. They said, Arise, let's go again to our own people and to the land of our birth from the oppressing sword. They cried there, Pharaoh, king of Egypt, is but a noise. He has let the appointed time pass by. As I live, says the king, Whose name is the Lord Zabaot? Surely, like Tabor among the mountains, and like Carmel by the sea, so he will come. Your daughter who dwells in Egypt, furnish yourself to go into captivity, for Memphis will become a desolation, and it will be burned up without inhabitant. Egypt is a very beautiful heifer, but destruction out of the north has come. It has come. Also, her hired men in the middle of her are like calves of the stall, for they have turned back and have fled away together. They did not stand, for the day of their calamity has come upon them, the time of their visitation. Its sound will go like the serpent, for they will march with an army and come against her with axes as woodcutters. They will cut down her forest, says the Lord. Though it cannot be searched, because they are more than locusts, and are innumerable. The daughter of Egypt will be disappointed. She will be delivered into the hand of the people of the north. The Lord Savaot, the God of Israel, says, Behold, I will punish Ammon of No, and Pharaoh and Egypt with her gods and her kings, even Pharaoh. And those who trust in him, I will deliver into the hand of those who seek their lives, and into the hand of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and into the hand of his servants. Afterwards, it will be inhabited as in the days of old, says the Lord. But do not fear, O Jacob, my servant. Do not be dismayed, O Israel. For behold, I will save you from afar, and your offspring from the land of their captivity. Jacob will return, and will be quiet and at ease. No one will make him afraid. Do not fear, O Jacob, my servant, says the Lord. For I am with you. For I will make a full end of all the nations to where I have driven you. But I will not make a full end of you. But I will correct you in measure, and will in no way leave you unpunished. This is the word of the Lord that came to Jeremiah the prophet concerning the Philistines before Pharaoh struck Gaza. This is what the Lord says. Behold, waters rise up out of the north, and will become an overflowing stream, 
and will overflow the land and all that is therein, the city and those who dwell therein. The men will cry, and all the inhabitants of the land will wail at the noise of the stampeding of the hoofs of his strong ones, at the rushing of his chariots, at the rumbling of his wheels. The fathers do not look back to their children for feebleness of hands because of the day that comes to destroy the Philistines, to cut off from Tyre and Sidon every helper who remains. For the Lord will destroy the Philistines, the remnant of the Isle of Kaftor. Boldness has come on Gaza. Ashkelon is brought to nothing, the remnant of their valley. How long will you cut yourself? Ah, sword of the Lord, how long will you not be silent? Put yourself back into your scabbard, rest and be still. How can you be quiet since the Lord has given you a command against Ashkelon and against the seashore? There has he appointed it. Now this finishes our readings in Yermiahu or Jeremiah, the prophets. Now we're moving on to the writings in Ezra, and we're reading from Ezra chapter 6 today. Then Darius the king made a decree, and the house of the archives, where the treasures were laid up in Babylon, was searched. And in Ahmetha, the palace that is in the province of Media, a scroll was found, and in it this was written for a record. In the first year of Cyrus the king, Cyrus the king made a decree concerning the house of God at Jerusalem. Let the house be built the place where they offer sacrifices and let its foundation be strongly laid with its height 60 cubits and its width 60 cubits with three courses of great stones and a course of new timber let the expenses be given out of the king's house also let the gold and silver vessels of the house of god which nebuchadnezzar took out of the temple which is at jerusalem and brought to Babylon, be restored, and brought again to the temple, which is at Jerusalem. Everything to its place, you shall put them in the house of God. Now therefore, Tatanai, governor beyond the river, Shethar Bozanai, and your companions, the Afrasarachites, who are beyond the river, you must stay far from here. Leave the work of this house of God alone. Let the governor of the Jews and the Jewish elders build this house of God in its place. Moreover, I make a decree what you shall do for these Jewish elders for the building of this house of God, that of the king's goods, even of the tribute beyond the river, expenses must be given with all diligence to these men, that they not be hindered. That which they have need of, including bulls, rams, and lambs, for burnt offerings to the God of the heavens. Also wheat, salt, wine, and oil, according to the word of the Kohanim, who are at Jerusalem. Let it be given them day by day without fail, that they may offer sacrifices of pleasant aroma to the God of the heavens, and pray for the life of the kings and sons. 
I have also made a decree that whoever alters this message, let a beam be pulled out from his house, and let him be lifted up and fastened on it, and let his house be made a dunghill for this. And may the God who has caused his name to dwell there overthrow all kings and peoples who stretch out their hands to alter this, to destroy this house of God, which is at Jerusalem. I, Darius, have made a decree. Let it be done with all diligence. Then Tatanai, the governor beyond the river, Shethar Bazanai and their companions did accordingly with all diligence, because Darius the king had sent a decree. And the Jewish elders built and prospered through the prophesying of Haggai the prophet and Zechariah the son of Ido. They built and finished it according to the command of the God of Israel and according to the decree of Cyrus. Darius and Artaxerxes, king of Persia. This house was finished on the third day of the month of Adar, which was in the sixth year of the reign of Darius the king. And the sons of Israel, the Kohanim, the Levites, and the rest of the children of the captivity kept the dedication of this house of God with joy. They offered at the dedication of this house of God 100 bulls, 200 rams, 400 lambs, and first an offering for all Israel, 12 male goats, according to the number of the tribes of Israel. They set the Kohanim in their divisions and the Levites in their courses for the service of God, which is at Jerusalem, as it is written in the book of Moses. The children of the captivity capped the Pesach, on the fourteenth day of the first month, because the Kohanim and the Levites had purified themselves together, all of them were pure. They slaughtered the Pesach lamb for the children of the captivity, for their brothers the Kohanim, and for themselves. The sons of Israel who had returned out of the captivity and all who had separated themselves to them from the filthiness of the nations of the land to seek the Lord, the God of Israel, ate and kept the feast of Matzot seven days with joy, because the Lord had made them joyful and had turned the heart of the king of Assyria to them to strengthen their hands in the work of the house of God, the God of Israel. And this finishes our readings in Ezra, the writings today. Our last reading is going to come from the Apostles. And today we are reading in 2 Corinthians chapter 8 together. Now we make known to you, brothers, the Hesed of God, which has been given in the assemblies of Macedonia. How in much proof of affliction, the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty abounded to the riches of their generosity. For according to their power, I testify, and beyond their power, they gave of their own accord, begging us with much urging for the favor and the fellowship in the service to the holy ones. And this was not as we had expected, but first they gave their own selves to the Lord and to us through the will of God. So we urge Titus that as he made a beginning before, 
so he would also complete in you this has said. But as you abound in everything, in immuna, utterance, knowledge, all earnestness, and in your love to us, see that you also abound in this has said. I speak not by way of commandment, but as proving through the earnestness of others the sincerity of your love also. For you know the Hasid of our Lord, Yeshua the Messiah, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that you through his poverty might become rich. And I give a judgment in this, for this is expedient for you who were the first to start a year ago, not only to do, but also to be willing. But now complete the doing also, that as there was the readiness to be willing, so there may be the completion also out of your ability. For if the readiness is there, it is acceptable according to what you have, not according to what you do not have. For this is not that others may be eased and you distressed, but for equality, your abundance at this present time supplies their lack, that their abundance also may become a supply for your lack that there may be equality. As it is written, he who gathered much had nothing left over, and he who gathered little had no lack. But thanks be to God, who puts the same earnest care for you into the heart of Titus, for he indeed accepted our exhortation, but being himself very earnest, he went out to you of his own accord. And we have sent together with him the brother whose praise in the good news is known throughout all the assemblies. And not only so, but he was also appointed by the assemblies to travel with us in this Hesed, which is served by us to the glory of the Lord himself and to show our readiness. We are avoiding this that any man should blame us concerning his abundance, which is administered by us, having regard for honorable things, not only in the sight of the Lord, but also in the sight of men. And we have sent with them our brother, whom we have many times proved earnest in many things, but now much more earnest by reason of the great confidence which he has in you. As for Titus, he is my partner and fellow worker for you. As for our brothers, they are the emissaries of the assemblies, the glory of Messiah. Therefore, show the proof of your love to them before the assemblies and of our boasting on your behalf. And this finishes our readings in the Apostles today. If you are going to read through the Apostles twice in this cycle, go ahead and also add to your readings today Luke 6, verses 27 through 49. It has been such a joy to sit and read God's Word with you today. Thank you so much for listening in. May His Word be comfort and peace to you. This is Sarah Ruth with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom until next time.